Welcome to episode number 72 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name's Anne Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. In this episode, I am so excited to bring Kathy Cates, FMP, onto the podcast. I thought she was on the podcast, but it dawned on me that she actually was one of the guests that I hosted back on my YouTube channel when I, before I had the podcast. So I brought her in and wanted her to talk about what she's doing with Pelvic Floor Health. And she and um, she came and talked with me and told me about this collaboration that she has with Melissa Hines. If you've not seen that interview, it's totally fine because we're going to dive into everything about what Kathy's got on. And let me tell you, she's got a lot of spinning plates, (laughs) a lot of plates up in the air because she's a multi-passionate entrepreneur and she is uh, invested heavily in women's health and really changing the narrative around pelvic floor um, health. And you'll see why there's a, a good conversation that we have in there about why it's so important to her. But I hope you enjoy this conversation. If you are somebody who wants to, you know, do all the things with entrepreneurship, you want to build an online course, you want to have a private practice, you want to have a uh, an educational component where you go out and train other NPs, this is your jam. You should know Kathy, go and find her. Her her info will be in the show notes and we'll share it at the end of the podcast, but she is a wealth of information and she is, she's been doing this for a couple of years. So she's, she's got some great advice. So enjoy this conversation. It was such a pleasure to host Kathy. And next time we got to get Kathy and Melissa on the podcast. So, but uh, this is exciting. So uh, without further delay, here's Kathy Cates. Okay. Hi, Kathy. I'm so glad that you're here. Okay. Kathy Cates, tell us, introduce yourself, tell people a little bit about you if they don't know you and, um, and a little bit, and then we're going to get into a little bit about your background and talk about all the amazing things that you have going on, but introduce yourself first. That would be great. Good morning, Anne. Lovely to see you. Um, so I'm a family nurse practitioner and I am a former primary care provider at a federally qualified health center who suffered from a lot of overwhelm, a lot of burnout. That is a common passion that we share. And also while I was working there, I became a pelvic floor therapy patient. And so I combined those two passions (laughs) with my brilliant colleague, um, And that's how we came to have our two companies where we provide something I'm very passionate about, which is transformative women's health continuing education. We basically built two educational businesses that provide exactly the kind of continuing education that we both wish we could have had. And we hope we'll save people a lot of time, we'll create community and inspire Okay. So tell us about these two arms of the business. Totally. So the overarching theme again, is that continuing education focused on women's health. And we're very passionate in both businesses that it's practical information. It's not, you sit in a big conference, you read a journal article and you're like, how am I going to, what am I going to do when that patient's in front of me tomorrow? It's here's what you're going to do when that patient is in front of you tomorrow. So we have Women NP Please, which is an online community where we host interdisciplinary experts once a week talking about a wide range of women's health topics. Uh, And we have patient education handouts on there. We have active discussion boards in all of the topics that nurse practitioners are interested in. 
menopause, perimenopause, opening your own business, entrepreneurship, pediatrics, perinatal, um, postpartum, GYN, pelvic health, sexual health, you name it. We tried to really think about all the things that people are super interested in and think of it as more of you don't have time to like do a deep dive into up to date and you really wish you could call the attending and ask them something. That's what this is. And it's learning from one another. And for example, Anne, like we had a question in there in the community about bleeding with IUDs and you jumped in, you are a total expert in this field. You jumped in and provided a beautiful answer that was so helpful that as did many other people, and it would have taken somebody hours to dig through the literature to find that. And it was all right there. And yeah. made me so happy when that, that's just an example. So that's the one arm. Okay. We do a deep dive into pelvic health with our Institute for Pelvic Health. And we have our signature course, which is called Beyond the Kegel, integrating pelvic health into your clinical practice. And there you're gonna go deep into the pelvic floor. You're gonna learn how to assess pelvic floor muscle tone and pelvic floor motor control, because there's a, so much happening on the way to the cervix that we don't get education on in our training. Never. Never. And so we know that you don't, the statistics we have are 25% of women have pelvic floor dysfunction, and we know that that's underreported. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've got women and pee please, and this is a platform that you host on what's your, the um, platform that you use to host it. We use mighty networks. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. You got um, women and pee please on my networks. And then you have Institute for pelvic health also in with a, but more of a course that you could purchase. Yes. Okay. And what's that hosted on? Hosted on Kajabi. Kajabi. Okay. All right. Oh, that's interesting. I now there are some people in here who are listening who actually do courses. So let's just cover this real quick. What's your insider kind of a, a you know view on Kajabi? I get this all the time, Kathy. Like people, and I, I like you. I've used a handful of these uh, you know platforms in the past, and I have reasons for which I like them and I don't like them. But what do you think about Kajabi Mighty Networks? What's your what's what's your uh, take on them? We use them, we use them differently. So it's sort of hard. I think Kajabi's super, it's expensive. They're both expensive. That's the downside. Kajabi's very user-friendly, you know, to go in and upload and change things. And it's all in one. It's got your website, your landing pages, your funnel. Like it's great for that. Um, I would say with the automations for the emails, Kajabi can't really do as much as something like a active campaign or something like that. But that's if you're like really going to go into the weeds with that. But for course creators, I think we've been really happy with it. And I know there are other ones that are probably just as good, but we've, you know, we've been happy with that. Mining networks is more, to, it has more functionality if you're trying to build a community. So the user interface for building it is, is great, super easy. So we have, you know, the, Kajabi, we have the signature course, that's eight and a half hours of continuing education. The community, each expert that we talk to, their course is an hour. So it's one credit. Mm -hmm. Very easy to use, very easy to upload. Unfortunately, the user experience, not the administrator experience, the user experience on Mighty Networks is a barrier. So people are on there. We have the free membership, a community membership, and a pro membership. 
and people want to upgrade and they're like, how do I do it? Oh, really? So it, that okay. we that is a big barrier. We get emails all day long. How do I upgrade my membership? And we've tried oh. it not. And the other big problem with many networks is once you, you have to create these different plans, yeah. and once you create the plan, you can't take anything off of the plan. So if you make a mistake, it's a nightmare because you, it, let's say you have 25 people on a particular plan and you go to add something to the plan that you didn't mean to, you got it, either they all get it or you can, you got to create a whole new plan. So that is a problem. Do you use, what do you use? We, we did. We, I used to use my networks and I ended up, um, I had, um, one of the iterations of the program on their, I don't know, cultivate for APNs or cultivate a cat, whatever APRN Academy. There's been a million iterations of my courses and stuff, but we had one, I had one on my networks, but at the time you could not host video on it. And I was like, shit, we do so much video content. So this is going to, isn't going to work from a community building standpoint. It was really nice. And I thought it was a, a decent platform, but, um, I didn't, um, I, it just, I, I was having to load it on Vimeo, upload all the co- video content, either on private YouTube or on Vimeo. And then yeah. we were having to have links in there. And I was like, this is stupid. So that's, I looked into Kajabi. We started with Kajabi and I really like Kajabi, but what's interesting is that I agree with you on the community. Kajabi just, uh, launched Kajabi communities. I don't know if you saw that in there. I've not tried it yet. We still have our, you know, um, we still have two communities that are on Facebook that they'll do for right now. It's not, you know, maybe not ideal, but it's just how it is. And I'm not interested in changing it, but, but, um, but with Kajabi, I've been really impressed. And I have to admit, uh, we used to use Flowdesk as our email service provider, and we switched over to Kajabi. And I am very impressed by all the funnels and all the landing pages that you can build and all the sequences. And uh, the, those are impressive in Kajabi. And so we're using Kajabi now as a course platform. It hosts um, Nurses Living the Good Life. It hosts my business mastermind. It hosts all of the free programs that we do. It hosts the old, you know, and you can really, I think by creating the sub modules and all, from a course standpoint of creating the course, it's really useful, but um but it's, I think from a, it's also a decent CRM, uh, a client relationship manager, you know, so you've got the ability to tag people and just understand where they are in sequences. And, um, we've been, I've been very pleased with it. Um, but I don't, when I started using it, I did not understand the functionality of it and just how much there is to really go deep on. So, so we're learning as we go, but I, I really like it. I don't, the other thing, do you have my network still lets you have your own app too, which I thought was super cool, but like, but that's a pain in the ass with the whole adding. And then you can't take it back. Like that's the beauty of Kajabi. I can, you know, as you know, like you can put things on, you can take things off, you can add new modules, you know, you can add to that all the time and it's not, you know, it's not an issue. Yes. And mighty networks now does have video. And as of January of this year, you can now have two people like hosting uh, you know, from different locations because oh. you no, know, it's not me. It's Melissa and me, my, and we're co-founders, partners, friends. And that was a big barrier that we couldn't both be on hosting a live event on the community with our expert speaker up until January. Yeah. That's annoying. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. All they all seem like, you know, not one of them's perfect. There's just, um, you know, uh, some of them are better. Both have good customer support. Yeah. Which a ton. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Thank you for just sharing. This will be, that'll be very useful. There are so many people who are in our community who are building courses. And I, I swear I get that question all the time, which is, you know, if I was going to start a course, what should I use teachable or thinkific or my networks or Kajabi. And, um, so that'll be helpful for sure. Okay. So you've got Institute for Public Health, which has continuing education credit. It's more of a course style toast on Kajabi. People can purchase it. What's the price of your course on, um, for Institute for, for Public Health? So the Institute for Public Health is twenty four ninety seven for the course. Okay. And then how many CEs? It's 8.15. Okay. All right. A certification. So you get a pelvic health. Ooh, love that. Yes. yes. It's amazing. So you get a pelvic health certified clinician certification, which mm-hmm. is awesome because it means if you go in to negotiate your salary, you can negotiate for more money. Um, if yeah. you're in practice, you can say I'm a pelvic health certified clinician, you know, and we have a database. So providers, interdisciplinary providers can find one another. So that's been super cool. So, and for the first year after you pass the, you know, after you pass the exam, you get your certification and then the first year certification fee is included in that 2497. Nice. That's fantastic. We also have an amazing, I'm so proud of it. Um, there's a complete pelvic health resource binder. It's awesome. Um, and that's, if you buy it separately, that's $9.97. We have over 50 um, patient education handouts in English and Spanish, and we add to it all the time. So once you purchase the binder, you get all you get lifetime updates. So then we also have a bundle option. So you can get the standalone course plus the binder all for 20, plus the certification all for $29.97. Nice. Oh, good for you. That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you've got, so we got that. And then you've got women at women and P please. And then what's the, what's that kind of model that you have set up for that? So we have a free membership, which gives you access to two of our CE mini courses, we call them. So those are each an hour long, for example, like we have yours on burnout and moral injury, right? So that's, an example of that's not included in the free membership. <laughs> and so with the free membership, you get those two um, hours of continuing education. You get access to the discussion boards in those in about 10 different topics. And you, I think that's the free membership and you just get to kind of look in and you can participate in the discussion groups. With our community plan, that's $39 a month. You get a free patient education handout bilingual every month. You get access to the whole library of mini courses, which actually is 45 hours of continuing education. So you could essentially get your entire CE for three years, right? Amazing. Everybody has slightly different, but we all, so we set it up that way. Um, and then you get access to, we have special cohorts. So you get access to two of our special cohorts and that's where you, we have private events. You can really like get help with case studies and things like that. That's the community membership. Then we have our pro membership. And with the pro membership, you get all of that stuff. Plus you can get the Beyond the Kegel course within the Woman and Plea Please community. 
Got it. Okay. And we also have a very active um, discussion board for the course in the community. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then are you in private practice? Yes. So I'm curious, let's talk about this because clearly, right, you were in a very traditional healthcare model and then you left and tell us just if people are probably wondering about Melissa, just, can you share her full name and just how you guys came to be? So of course. So her name is Melissa Hines. She's a physical therapist. She's incredible. She just had a baby, her second baby, like six, four, four weeks ago, probably oh, good for her. She's not with me today. Um, and we both went to the same, it's called myofascial release. And we both went to the same myofascial release therapists. And when I started to do pelvic floor, they said, you should meet this Melissa Hines. She's very nice. She's very smart. So I called her up and I said, I'm supposed to meet you, Melissa Hines. I hear you're very nice and very smart. And so that's how that all started. Got it. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. So I think, so tell people about kind of what made you do the transition. Let's talk about first transition from traditional healthcare FQHC into private practice model. And which did you do first? Wasn't it a private practice model? And then it was developed. No. Okay. Tell me what was, what was first in terms of the business, uh, the types of business that you do, including private practice and super public health and women NP please. It was the private practice first. And that grew out of, I live in Boston and um, the federally qualified health center was all of them in Boston, in Massachusetts or have an umbrella organization called the Massachusetts league of community health centers. Okay. Every year they do a grant opportunity for PCPs to develop an interest. They give you protected time and funds to do that. Cause you know, we all have a million things we want to look up and learn and we can't cause you get crushed um, by the end of the day. You can't. So I called mine bringing awareness of the pelvic floor into primary care. So I applied and I got the grant and then the grant enabled me to get the training. And then I started a pelvic floor therapy clinic within the health center. Okay. Then the word got out. So then I, I was like, okay, I guess I'll just open my own thing. So I hung out my own shingle and was doing both. Then I met Melissa and we joined together. Okay. Um, in, in private practice. In private practice. Got and it. Having someone who wasn't an NP or a doc, like a PT, like that was yeah. super interesting. And I know she would say the same thing, you know, just the way you approach things. And that is so valuable when you're interdisciplinary. And I think you two probably have, I would think you have kind of your own lanes, right? Like there's not this muddling of, you know, competition in that sense. I would think just because you guys have a different, a different, like two different approaches um, and with a value add that's cumulative, right? Like you put, you know, an NP plus a PT together who are both focused on women's health and public floor. And I, that's like a, that's a combo you probably can't get really Naturally. right. Do you know if there are any other models like that across the country? I don't know. And see, that's what we want to change. Like the, the, the whole reason for both of our online businesses, because we want to change that. We want people to not stay in, or you can be in your lane, but you have to be able to like maybe merge over or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a broader lens because it makes you a better clinician. It makes you more excited. Like it, it gives you more things to think about and your, our patients do better. Mm -hmm. I've lived, experienced it. Yeah. 
So what's then the breakdown for you from a business standpoint and an hours in the week standpoint that you do private practice versus these other two <laughs> educational platforms? Cause that sounds like, like a lot, Kathy, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and it's not, um, at the moment, it's not ideal. Uh, so I see between 15, and 20 hours of patients one-on-one. So now in our visits, we're super lucky. We set it up exactly how we wanted. So we get 55 minute visits. Okay. Um, so that's awesome. And then probably the rest of my week is spent, uh, with the, with the other businesses. Okay. And when, and you have a brick and mortar location, I would assume, right? You do. Okay. And so you two, so do you go in on your business with her, like a 50, 50 split between the two of you? Question. So with the clinical practice, I work as an independent contractor because I came with my own existing private practice. And so that we have worked out a very generous split where essentially I'm renting office space from her. Yep. Um, and, but we're very much connected for the two businesses were 50, 50. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And then when, um, so what then made, what was the first one that you did? It wasn't, it was Institute for public health, correct? Yeah. Okay. So why do you do all this? Because we have to do better. We got to change the paradigm. It's not acceptable. And NPs, especially nurse practitioners need to feel supported for the absolute fucking superheroes that they are. They're not, we're not mid-level. We're not like, and we're so valued. And I think I want to celebrate that. And I learned so much from my colleagues, my NP colleague. Yes. My MD, PA, midwifery. Absolutely. I want us all to be learning from each other. And I really want to celebrate nurses. We're so undervalued. And I want to change that. And Melissa and I want to change the paradigm of the pelvic exam. We want to change the paradigm of the way of continuing education and the way that we learn. And that's why we do it. What then what's living the good life for you then in terms of kind of the next, you know, if if this is a little full right now, and I want, I would love if you would be willing to give, you gave an hour, um, you know, how much you're spending in terms of 15 to 20, I would assume hours, right. Or patients a week. Uh, and then what, how many hours do you dedicate to your other two businesses? What would you say? Um, too much right now, probably. Um, I don't know. I have never thought about the hours of it. It's too much right now because it seems like all the time that I'm not in the clinic, I'm working on this. So I'm not sure what that comes out to. And so I'll just, yeah. And I'm working too much right now. But now ballpark, if you had to say like. What's too much ballpark? What do you think? Working because I'm working into the evenings. And for me, living the good life would be whatever it is, clinic, online business, that it stops, you know, like by dinner time. Okay. And I go, I go in and out. Like sometimes I'm much better with that. And I think energetically it's much better mm-hmm. for all of the businesses. And I know that. And I think right now I'm not adhering to that. And so I'm going to make some changes. Do you employ, do you have any employees? We do. That is complicated. That's a big barrier right now. Like we have some people that are good. And then we have some people that make our job so much harder and just get in the way. Do you take Do you take insurance for your public uh, floor? No, you don't. Okay. 
can't take that on. We provide a super bill. So if you, it's your responsibility to figure that out. It's we, we can't, and we would be crushed by yeah, that. No, I completely agree. I mean, I never, I would never ever advocate for anybody taking insurance and people have all sorts of feelings about that. And I just don't, you're working with a third party, you're working with a middleman and, and all of that is a cut that's not going in your pocket and for not a lot of value. I mean, and like, I get that. Like I have, I myself have a lot of feelings about it coming from a background in under-resourced primary care. And what I would say is that what we are trying to build now is going to be huge <laughs> and have a global reach and that's going to enable us to give back in that way. And we're not going to be able to give back if we don't take the time to charge what we need to charge in the clinic so that we can be developing these two beautiful businesses. Yeah. And hire the staff and have the experience yeah. created that. Yeah, absolutely. That women deserve. I completely agree. Uh, okay. Um What if, if knowing full well, there are a lot of people who listen to this who are are budding nurse CEOs and they are, you know, they're thinking about something they're, they're in an FQHC somewhere across the country and they're like hating every moment of it and loving the work or loving certain aspects of it, but overall burnt out or despise it, you know, uh, not excited about going to work. So what advice knowing what you know now and, and, and tell us, please just be uh, clarify what year did you start your private practice and how many years it's been that you've been doing this, but, and then what, if you had to give some advice to somebody who's in the trenches, uh, what would that be? All right. So the first part is then I, I can see I got the grant mm, 2016 and then probably started 2017. Okay. The private practice joined with Melissa in 2019 and then left the FQHC that I had been at. I was there the long, I was the one who was there the longest. I was super committed, um, almost 11 years. So I left in 2021. Okay. So that's the first part. And then the second part is what would I say when you're like super burned out? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and specifically to somebody who's like, boy, I really want to do this, or I want to go and get certified. And I want to do what Kathy's doing. Like what advice would you give them? Be kind to yourself, take some time off, walk your dog, eat really well, double down on, you know, like all the, like the exercise and the carve out the five minutes, even if it's only, if you have five minutes, find five minutes for stillness, you know, to really take care of yourself and ultimate compassion that you might decide that you have to leave for your own well-being and that there are so many ways we're all very conditioned to think there are certain particular ways to give back. And there are many, many ways to give back, but it's a huge mindset shift. And one that's hard to make when you're in the middle of that. And I guess like what I would say is, you know, like pop on in to the community and talk to people. And we have people like that and listen to your, learn from you, like listen to your talk and, and think about just think about these things. Like while you're waiting to pick up your kid from soccer, like listen to your beautiful talk on burnout and moral injury. Listen to, you know, an NP entrepreneur who talks about how she put the pieces together. Listen to an acupuncturist, right? I mean, or whatever, like a naturopathic doctor, listen to it just to get, because it's all possible, but it's so hard when you're so in it. And I totally get it. I completely get it. And you just got to be, 
so kind to yourself. Find moments for stillness where you can breathe and then just take that, you know, it's like we all say, like, you just got to take one step and think about how we we treat, we take care of our patients, right? Like if their A1C is 15 and then they come back and it's 14.8, you're like, that is amazing. We're doing right. something and we're headed in the right direction. We're doing amazingly well. Like, I'm so happy for you. And yeah. then we send none of that to ourselves. Yeah. You got to extend some of that to yourselves. And you're like, you're an advanced practice nurse. My God, you could do anything. You're so smart. You're so skilled. You just might not be in a setting that appreciates you for who you are. Like, my God, you nurses can do anything. I'm in, I mean, uh, amen, preach. <laughs> I mean, like you embody that. I hope I embody that. Like you can do anything you want. Your training prepares you to literally do anything. You just might not think you can because you might be in an institution that tells you you can't because you're just a nurse, you're just a mid-level, all that. And that's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Um, okay. How, here's a question for you. How many hours? So, so let's say if you looked at your week and you're like, I work hours because here's why I want to make a point here. So I want you to think like, how many hours did you work when you were in full-time FQHC or or at the peak, whether you were a full-time FT or not, but how much did you work for your FQHC? Uh, 40 hours full-time. I know that's you say 40, but I'm asking like, how much did you really work? Let's just be fucking honest here. 60, like at least like charting all the time yeah. and, and looking stuff up and consult notes and digging in the EMR to, yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. 60. 60. Okay. So we got 60 in the FQHD. Is it, is it, uh, would it be an honest assessment to say you're working 50 to 60 hours right now? Yeah. Correct. Okay. So here's a question for you because I want, I'm curious. We have, FQHC, 50 to 60 hours. We have private practice, building, you know, Institute for Public Health, Woman NP, please, transformative, you know, public care and education, uh, public floor education for um, advanced practice providers and and with an interdisciplinary approach and focus. Okay, we got these two buckets. Which would you rather? Because they're both 50 to 60 hours, let's be clear. Oh, 100% what I'm doing now. Does it feel different? Feels totally different. Yeah. Why? Completely different because we get to create exactly what we want. And it's so different. It's so different. I mean, my husband, my daughter, my parents, my in-laws, everybody would say it's, I'm different. Yeah. And in a good way, sounds like. Oh, in a very good way. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny, isn't it interesting? I mean, if you can look back and just look at like kind of your own evolution as a CEO and as a um, woman and as an NP and all that, like there's been, it sounds like for you, there's been quite an evolution. Quite an evolution. Yep. And like, I'm so proud that we basically built all of this, the framework for it, like during Melissa's daughter's nap time. That's amazing. And in between my daughter plays the cello. So it'd be like, okay, hold it, Melissa. <laughs> I got to go help Eva practice because when they're younger, you have to practice with them. And now then they can start to practice by themselves. But, you know, and so it was like, it was very into like, it was like, okay, Luisa's napping and I have to practice cello with Eva. Okay. So around those two things, 
we built it, which I also think is cool, right? Yeah, of course you did, right? Of course, that's what we do. We just, we do the things that need to be done. Because we want to show, I'm sure Anne, like you, right? It's like, there's, we want to, there's possibility. You have, there's possibility. And we want to spark curiosity that, you know, Melissa always says like the sky is the limit and she's right. Mm -hmm. I wonder how, how important is it to you to be paired with someone who is a very optimistic thinker like Melissa? I, she's, she's been a mentor and a friend and a colleague. She, she's been all of those things. And I think we're both for each other, which I love. Mm-hmm. I would say, I think if you can't find, I mean, if you go into business and you are, and I would assume if you did probably Clifton Strengths, you might be a, a more trend toward a, a trend toward a relationship builder like I am. And I think if you can find somebody and, you know, who can support you, whether it's a great RN or it's a, you know, VA or it's a, you know, operations director, somebody who's kind of your right hand and and where it becomes fun and they have a positive, they have kind of a similar outlook like you do. I think it can be so fun to build a business. I mean, that's the experience I've had. And, um, uh, you know, and, and that community aspect, I think of just being around somebody who gets it and, and really, you know, can, uh, shore up (laughs) the motivation and, um, and hopefulness when, you know, things are kind of rough or it feels like, you know, you know, you release, you're like, oh shit, I just released an entire module on the wrong course. And now everyone has it and I can't take it back. And it just feels like, you know, you want to crawl up under the covers with a glass of wine and Netflix and be done, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely. All right. What do you have anything exciting coming up that you want to share with people that they might be interested in? Cause people can go and purchase your course whenever and do the certification. Yeah. And then they can go and join women MP please kind of at, you know, at their leisure. Yeah, anytime. Okay. We're super excited. We have a launch for the, uh, where we offer a discount for the Institute for Public Health. So we have that coming up and we have a webinar where it's a sneak peek into the modules because some people might be wondering like, huh? (laughs) And so we answer all of those questions on the webinar. So that's going to be June 14th at 7.30, I believe. And um, we'll go through the whole course and then announce the discount. And also if you come to the webinar, there's a special gift that you get that I think people have been loving. It's very helpful. Um, Good. Anything we do, we want it to be helpful. We just, we want it and we want to make your life as a advanced practice provider, doc, midwife, easier, easier. We don't want you to have to spend all your time like combing through not that we need that. And if you have the time, it's amazing. And I myself like love when I have the time to do that, but let's be realistic. You got the patient in front of you. What are you going to do? And we're yeah. going to, we're going to give you the answers or we're going to connect you to people who that's you know, a nice thing on the community. You know, like how many times have you sat in a conference and you've taken notes and you've been like, damn, I wish I could ask that person this question. Yeah. what With both of these, Institute for Public Health, Women NP, please. You get access to the people that are presenting the material. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Speaking of which, I'm sorry to cut you off, but wait a minute. Are yeah. you, when is our, when's the first conference? Which conference? Uh, the one that you're eventually going to plan and host. Oh yeah. No, totally. We have that all planned. <laughs> we even have a name where I think like we're, <laughs> we don't have a date Anne, but we'll see. We're doing it. Yeah. She- it's 
okay, it's coming. Oh, it, oh, it's it's coming. We have a we've thought about it. We've created the whole structure for it. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Ah, fantastic. Okay, all right, good for you. Um, okay, okay. So, how do they sign up for the June fourteenth webinar? Uh, there'll be it's on. We'll post links on all of our social channels on okay. LinkedIn. We're super active on LinkedIn. Um, okay. How do they find you on social? So, uh, woman and pay please or Institute for Health, either one. Okay. All right. And then, um, if they have questions, can, how, what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, so they can, uh, they can email me, um, at info at Institute for Pelvic Health. Okay. All right. At woman and please. Okay. You can send us a DM, you know, like it's, we have multiple ways, I think on both websites if you land on there there's a contact us button so that way too. okay all right we'll put all that in the show notes that'll be so if you're looking for information on this go and go to the show notes um okay anything else that you feel like is important to just say that you feel like you didn't say or that you want to share before we go i am delighted to be in community with you because this is how these conversations building community building relationships like that's our i'm sure one of our superpowers that we share is building community and connection. So I'm very grateful to you, Anne. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. And I, I can't wait to see where you go with it. And I, I let me know about your conference. I'm curious. And I, if I can help you, please, as you know, don't hesitate to reach out, but um, I I'm super pumped to what be the keynote speaker. Oh, I would love to help you. I think it's fantastic. And you know, I love this shit. I mean, I just love, I love what you've done. I love what you're doing. I love the collaboration with Melissa and just, I think it's a, it's a great approach. And I love just, you know, your great example of what you can do when you say, I'm going to just do it my way. And I'm going to do it the way that I think, you know, the patients deserve to have. And I think that's fucking incredible. So good for you. Thank you for coming on and just sharing a little bit about, your story and kind of where you are and, and being a multi-passionate entrepreneur, which, you know, there are some of us out there that kind of have our hands in a couple buckets and, and, and it's, that's all right. You know, you get to choose once you get into entrepreneurship or build a business, you get to choose kind of whatever your flavor is and how you do it. And I love that you're an example of that. All right. We'll put all of your contact information in the show notes. Thank you for coming on today. It was a pleasure to have you. And thank you for sharing uh, more about what you do. Thank you so much, Anne. We just love what you're doing and excited to see what's next for you too. All right, thanks. Hey, when you're ready to make more money as a nurse CEO, I want to personally invite you to join Nurses Living the Good Life, my business coaching program for nurse CEOs who want to use business to do good work in the world and do well for themselves using my proven formula, a coach approach. Best part, you get immediate access to business coaching support, and there's a 30 day money back guarantee if you're not completely satisfied with the program. Just head over to www.nurseslivingthegoodlife.com, click join now, and we'll see you inside.